Today's daf is daf Taridalid. We're beginning eight lines from the top. We're actually at the tail end of what uh, was the a sugya that listed uh, that there seemed to be a machlokus, at least according to the way uh, Gurion the Maspurik understood a machlokus beishamai beishilo whether shino is kona or shino is not kona. Machlok is manifested around by an Esnan Zona. If you give something to a woman as a payment for, uh, for, for services rendered, can that animal be brought as a carbonate? The Torah says for sure not. But the question was, what if you gave a flour and she baked it into bread and she did all kinds of changes to it? So there's a question whether it could still be brought or cannot be brought. was dependent on whether you're all Shino Kona. Shino cannot be Kona. Basil's position is that Shino is Kona. It becomes a different item. It's not considered the same item. With base, uh, base, uh, uh, that was Basil on Beisham. I said that it does not transform it into considered like a new item. It's still the also to be brought to the base of Mikdash. And then the... the, the uh, Gemara brought a list of what it seemed to be a list of Tanoyim that aligned themselves with the position of Beisham, which the Gemara itself was going to write, bring down, that would seem to be somewhat strange because we know in a Machlokas Beisham Beishilah, La Locha follows Beishilah, why would there be a whole list, a slew of Tanoyim who are going like the position of Beisham? But the last of... Uh, the, uh, I mean, we haven't got to the last of the list, but at the, the tail end of the list was Rebeleza ben Yaakov. So where do we see by Rebeleza ben Yaakov that he also would hold of this concept that the Shinoi is not considered to be transformative, i.e. that it does not make it considered like a new item. Where do we see this? So when it says, Mahi Desanya, Rebeleza ben Yaakov, Oimer, it says, Let's say someone stole, saw as a measure of wheat. Tchana, he grounded. Losha, he kneaded it. Afa, he baked it, okay? And then, Hifrish Mimena Chala, and now he decides to separate the Chala. Kate said, Mevarech. How can he make a bracha? Now, there is a discussion that's shown, and what bracha are we talking about? Is it the bracha of Allah Rosh's Chala? Is the bracha of Amotzi? Is the bracha of Berchus Amazon? But either way, the idea is the same over here, is that how can this person make the bracha? L'chora einzem mevorech elemen na'etz. The more applies the, uh, 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 the pasuk that refers to a person who thinks you're making a blessing, but you're actually provoking Hashem. The pasuk of Alzen Neymar that the one who uses stolen property, Beirach, uh, uh, and, and he uses it to try and bless Hashem with it, that guy steals and gives the money to Daka, etc. Niate Hashem. He is provoking Hashem. That's considered to be a provocation of Hashem. But what do you see? Lechora. If, in fact, we're not letting him make a bracha, this is not really the same thing that he stole. He stole wheat. And now it's already in bread form, and still we don't let him make a bracha. So it must be, the Gemara says, this is an example of Rabbi Lezben Yaakov that holds like that shita that says, Shinoi is not, not transformative, and it still is got vestiges of the original item linked to it. Clear? Next, what about Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar? Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar, who said that, what did he? Where do we see an example where he also seems to take the position that the shinoi is not considered to be a new item? It's not transformative into a new item. My son, we learned in the following. We learned the following brayse. Klausay Amar Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar. Shimon ben Elazar said the following rule. Now, the initial understanding of the rule is somewhat difficult, which why the one first is going to clarify what the rule means, and then we're going to see how we can bring a raya from here that clearly it shows that he holds that a shinoi does not 
is not Kona, is not considered transformative. Now, what is his rule? So he says like this, Kol Shvach Shishbiach Gazlin, that any time the, uh, there is an, uh, a, uh, an appreciation of the item through the Gazlin. Now, we'll talk a little later what type of appreciation we're discussing here, but let's just say is that he has done something for the benefit of this animal, and therefore this animal now has appreciated considerably in value and in size, and, okay? Now, he says, Yado al ha'elyona, the benefit of it is his, meaning that the owner cannot say, I want my animal back, and you have to give it as is back to the owner, the benefit that accrued, accrued to the, to the goslin, all right? So Ratzah notos shvacho, and therefore if he wants, he can first extract or take the benefit that he has and uh-huh. keep that from himself, and then the original value of whatever the animal was, that can that is what's required to give back to the owner. It's not as an investment; it's an increase in value. Well, again, we'll talk about what. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yes. I mean, right, it's not. Yeah, no, 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 no. And and now ten thousand. Yeah, yeah, right, correct, correct. Now, Ratzah Omar Loshachalafanecha. Now, so so therefore, where's the place? So therefore, Gazan Yadayel Yona Ratzah No Toshvachos. If he wants, he has the right to take. The, the value that is accrued, which the way you would have to do is sell it and then divide it up between him and the owner. Or, or he could say, behold, this is yours, take it as is. Now the Gemara understands that to be very difficult because is usually the expression that you use when what happened to the item down. When it's considered valueless, or it's gone down. Chametz Shavuot of Pesach. Here we had the example. So therefore, how do you understand this? He says, if he was mashbiachid, he can either take the shvach, or he could say Rachel Chalafanecha. Why would he say Rachel Chalafanecha if we're dealing with an item that went up? So when he says, my what is the Bryce saying? This is the, the statement of Rav Shimon the rule that Rav Shimon is saying doesn't make sense. So I'm Rav Sheish. Rav Sheish says, let me explain it to you. It means Hachamar. Heshbicham. If it's gone up in value, it accelerated. Uh, it, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, Excel, not accelerated. It uh, appreciated. If it went up in value, it appreciated. Noto shvacho. Then he takes his shvach. He could sell it and keep the shvach and give the balance to the owner. But kichesh. But let's say the opposite happened. Let's say there's been a devaluation. The animal, let's say, got skinny. The animal, the animal devaluated. In such a case, Omer lo He can say to him that even though it doesn't look exactly the way it was when I stole it, but nevertheless, this is your animal, and haresha You have to take it as is. I'm sorry. That's the. That's what. That's this your animal. The shinu bimkoma omeg because the shinui remains in its place. What means is that we don't. The fact that it's been changed. And now it's devaluated because of this change. Doesn't take, doesn't transform it to being a different entity. It remains the original entity of who? Uh, the owner. And therefore, he is able to say to the owner, "Take it back." That holds like What's that? Now the chora that holds like shamai. 
Yes, because it doesn't become his. It's considered to be a new. It's not. It's the original owner's. It's not considered to be the new owner's. All right. All right. right. So therefore, now the Mara says though, but it's inconsistent because if you talk a hold from the slit when it goes down, that therefore he cannot. uh, That you that you don't say, oh, it becomes yours. You got to give me a new item. I could say no. It's still considered yours. Then when it goes up, it should be the same thing. Right? Why is there a difference? If you hold the shino, he's not Kona, it shouldn't be Kona when it goes up either. Therefore, why does he have a right to keep? It's as if it's his item that accept, that, 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 that appreciated. It's not yours. It's the original owners that appreciate it. So even when it goes up, that should be the same halacha. Right? Because now there you have the takonas shavim, which is going to keep coming up over and over. Is the rabbis want to make it easy for people to do tshuva? And therefore, if you went and put effort into this animal, and now this animal is like it became a four hundred pound animal instead of a two hundred pound animal, it's worth a lot more money. And you say to the fellow, you know what? Shino is not kona, which is what Shimon Alazar holds. The shino is not kona. If the shino is not kona, then who should get the whole animal? Should go back to the owner, what are the chances that this guy is going to want to do teshuva? So therefore, so as a, as, as, as a vehicle of assistance to let the person do teshuva, when it goes up, we let him keep the value. But when it goes down, the halacha remains on the din of what it should have been, which is what? That it belongs to the original owner and the shino doesn't change it. So therefore, but what do you see from this? The takeaway is, is that you see that Shimon Lazar is aligning himself with the camp that holds the shinu doesn't is not kona and it doesn't make it the thieves. It still remains the original owner. So even when it when it goes down, even when it goes up, and when it goes up, there's a loophole because of 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 of, of takonas hashavim. Let's keep going. Does the, the, does the thief owe for any damage because it went down and down? I, I, I we have to know exactly what if he was negligent. Let's say and he like he he, he broke its leg or something. I mean, I, I you could hear yes. We have to see. Let's go. Let's let's get through a little okay. further. Someone says like this. So Rabbi Shmuel, Mahi. Now, Rabbi Shmuel, what's it, where do we see Rabbi Shmuel that Rabbi Shmuel holds also that the Shinukoma Omen and Shinukoma Omen is as opposed to Shinukona. Shinukona means a Shinui causes a transference to the new owner. But Koma Omen means it remains in its place and it's ain't a Kona, it doesn't uh, it doesn't become the acquisition of the new owner. It still remains. The original owners. That's the. So where do we see this? The sign we learned in a brisa. So we know that there is a mitzvah of peyah that if you have a, your farmer and you have standing grain, you should not harvest all the grain, but you should leave a corner of standing grain for who? For the poor. For the poor. Now, what happens if you did not do that? You did not designate the corner, and you cut all the grains. All the grain now is on the ground, cut. So we're going to see that still does not preclude you doing the mitzvah. You'll just, in this case, you're not doing it the best possible way. You're not giving from standing grain, but you should give it from what? The, the grain. Then been cut. Been, so mitzvah is peyah. The mitzvah, the ikr mitzvah, is to give when it is in standing form, in standing grain. If you did not separate for the aniyim when it's standing, so then you have to give from the sheaves after they have been cut. Now, Now, let's say you didn't do that. Now, what happens after they are cut, they pile it all together into big piles. All right? They put it into silos, whatever it is, into piles. Still, you should still separate whatever that amount was supposed to be from the pile and do what with it? And give it to the Aniyam. Now, 
The only problem is that this is all true until you did not smooth it out. There is in the process of harvesting grain, there's a process where they, where they put it into a pile where they smooth the top. Now it's the smooth and top, that's the problem. When you now smooth it out, it's chayv and trumas and meisters. Until that point, you can give it to the ani, and he's not, and the ani keeps it, and the ani does, there's a, an exemption of the ani, he doesn't have to worry about trumas and meisters no matter what he does with it. But if you have now put it into a pile, you now have created that you are now chayv, trumas and meisters. If you give it as is to the ani, now you're causing him oh. to take a loss. Why? In the, in the worst case scenario, he might not realize and he might eat without his tevil already. He became tevil. And even if you notify him, but now he's got a percentage of what he should have been able to keep as. Himself, he's got to now give his... Uh, he has to give Trumas and Maiser. So therefore, what happens in such a case? Ma'aser venosen lo. You as the Balabayas have an obligation to first take the Trumas and Maiser yourself and only after you've taken trumas and meisters, so you're giving him from the net. You're not giving him from the gross. So that way, he's not, the ani himself is not going to have to worry about the trumas and meisters. So, so far, by the way, this does not seem to have anything to do with shinui. Because at the end of the day, you're still chive in the midst of peya, because it's really not that different. You could argue standing grain is not exactly like grain that has been cut, but it doesn't matter. It's pretty much the same item that belongs to the Ani, the only difference is that when you change a legal change in it, then you have to do something to allow him to take it without having to worry about Trumas and Meisters. Comes along Rabbi Shmuel, which is what we wanted. Rabbi Shmuel said, Af mafresh mina isa. Even if it was already made into a dough, and you realize or you, that you did not separate for the Ani, you did not separate Peya, from the dough, you have to give him a portion of that dough for your first have to take, obviously, Trumas and Maises, you'll have to separate. And then from the net, you're going to have to give him his paya. Now, what do you see over here? Venosin lo. So you see that even though it's had a huge transformation, because the Chi of Torah was on what? On the grain. On the standing grain. And you went and you've changed it and made it into a batter, into a dough, that it still does not lose that the, the, the din that this belongs to the army. So you see from here, what is this an example of in Rabbi Yishmael? That the Shini of Kama Omed, the Shinoi is not Kona. Because if Shinoi would be Kona, what would you say? This has been a transformative uh, uh, process, and now it's no longer the same item as it was before, and the mitzvah went away. There is no more mitzvah. We don't say that because Shinoi of Kama Omed, the Shinoi does not acquire. Clear? Right, and again, the shinov is not acquire is whose shita? That's him. That's, that's Shammai. That's all Shammai. Now, right, be Shammai. So, the, so then that one just now does go like. Until now, all the ones we brought down go like Beis. Seem to align with Beis Shammai. Yeah, all of them. Shammai. Yes, yeah. all Beis Shammai. All right. Now, this is the question. Amalei Rav Papa Labai. So Papa said to Abaya, Ichvel Kol Hanita Noi Lashmina Kebeis Shammai. He says, Why have all of these? Uh, literally, why are we doubling up with all these positions? Why are we accumulating all of these positions? He really is asking on the position themselves and showing that they hold like Beishamai, if generally that's not the halacha. We just mentioned four or five shitas in the Tanoyim that are aligning themselves with a position that usually is not halacha that we paskan on. We don't paskan Beishamai or Beisilo. So I'll tell you that these opinions hold this goes back to the end of yesterday's daf. That yesterday's daf we had 
is that there seems to be a contradiction between two Bryces. One Bryce has said that if uh, you gave the uh, Zona as services rendered, you gave her wheat, and she went and she uh, made them into flour, and, or, or you gave her olives and she made them into oil, gave her grapes and she made them into wine. So one bride has said it's usher for her to give it to the Beis HaMikdash. The other bride has said it's mutter to give it to the Beis HaMikdash. Now the Chorah, the two brides seemingly are arguing about whether she knew his Kona or not. Because if she's made a huge transformation in the original item that was given, if it's transformative and it changes that this is no longer the same thing that was before, so then she should be able to give it because the prohibition was on the original thing, not on the new thing. And we and and came along uh, a Gurion from Aspurak, and he said that one bride is going like Beishamai, which Aser, which means that the transformation does not change, that it, and it's not considered a new entity, it still remains the same prohibition of the old entity. And Basilo said it does change it, and therefore you can go ahead and give it to the Beisam Mikdash. So he made this idea of whether it's Machlok is Beisham or Basilo. So says the Gemara, again, we're talking about Tanoyim, they don't have to agree with this Gurion Maspuruk. They disagree with his understanding, and they hold that there is no Machlokas, that everybody is of the position generally that a Shinoi does acquire. That, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, everyone holds generally that a Shinoi does not acquire. I'm not, I may say that. that there is no Machlokas. Everyone holds that a Shinoi does not acquire, which means Basil do not disagree with Beishamai in this particular, they disagree with the analysis that he had made. Now, by doing that, what have we now shown? What's They're not the just aligning with Beishamai, the Hillel, because they don't agree that Hillel and Shabbos disagree with Hashinah's corner. means they hold that Hillel and Beishamai agree with Beishamai, that Hashinah generally is not Kona. That is, I'm giving it, even though it's huge, because we've just had two Prokim and Baba Kama, and, and uh, so let's, let's get to that tomorrow. So therefore, they don't argue concerning this particular matter. So Amarava, Mimai. Rabbi says like this, I don't want to agree with you in, your whole, in the whole analysis of the last 40, bla- 40 lines. I don't agree altogether. Why? Because your whole analysis was to show is that all of these opinions take on the position that what? That a Shinui does not acquire. That means a Shinui is not transformative to say that this is a new entity and therefore now is not owned by the Goslin or whatever the cases are, or you can now give it to the Beis I don't agree with those because if we go through each one of the positions that we started with yesterday, you could see that there is a caveat why in those particular scenarios the Shinui doesn't work. It means I hold that normally the halacha is Shinui does work. And everybody holds that. Even I'm going to show you, even Beit Shammai will hold that a Shinui does work. It's just in the specific scenarios that they're dealing with, that's where there's a reason to say that the Shinoi does not have the efficacy to make it into a new entity. Now let's go through it. So I'm a rabbi my Dilma, let's go. Let's, the first one was Rabbi Yushimen ben Yehuda. Right, Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda said yesterday that if you sheared the fleece from your sheep, okay, you have now, you have to get five sheep and you have to give it to the five, and you have to give it to who? After you get five from, uh, from the amount from five, the Kohen. But if you dyed it, 
Then you didn't have to. Then you didn't that. have to do it. Never right. Then you, you then you don't have to do it. Now, Rab Shimon ben Yehuda said, no, even if you died it, you still have to give it to the Kohen. So we wanted to bring this as a raya that you see from Rab Shimon Yehuda that what? That the Shima come home, but the Shina doesn't work. Because if the Shima did work, then you should not have to include this in the amount that's given to the Kohen, right? That was the first of the, of the law that we brought yesterday. He says, not true, says Abayim. Maybe the reason why Shimon Yehuda holds that dying it is not sufficient to be considered to be a Shina because it's not a permanent change. Because we learned yesterday, there's certain type of astringents, there's certain type of de- deter- uh, detergents that can do what? Reverse it can reverse the process. And that's why he holds it's, not, it's a Shina Closer, it's not a permanent shinoi. It's is like this. He said, I can't come up Shimon on Yehuda Hasam Ella bit seva because we're dealing with dye. Hoyle the Yochel Avira, Ali they tap on because you can remove it with a soap, you can remove it with this detergent, right? And therefore, it could be a permanent shinoi. He would agree the shinoi is transformative, it creates and turns it into a new item. But in that case, he holds it's not considered to be permanent, and therefore, you cannot do it. Next one. Even Beishamai. What did Beishamai say? That this woman was paid for services with, 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 with olives, with grapes, with, you know, and, and she went and made it into something else. You still can't give it. So what do you see? What did Beishamai, we wanted to show from there that what, what is Beishamai's opinion? No, no, no. What did they say? Don't, don't throw things in here. What did they say? They said that you cannot use it, the Chorah must be, because the Shinui is not acquired. So it's not a Raya. Maybe in Chulin matters, in Geneva, in Gazela, all other areas, Shinui does acquire. But you want to give something like this to the base Amigdash, there's a, there's, a, there's a disgust level. There's a, a, that, that something that was, who cares whether or not we view it as the same entity or not the entity. The source of this was through an act which is abhorrent, abhorrent to the... Uh, so therefore that is not something that we can allow. It's, uh, that, that does not allow, we can take it. So what it says like this. So therefore, because you're dealing with something that has to go to the base Amigdosh. Because it became attached with it is a disgust. This disgust factor that's attached to the item that does not change because you went ahead and made it into wine or into olives, etc., etc. Now let's keep going. But kind of come Rabbi Lezben Yaakov. Rabbi Lezben Yaakov said that if you stole something and then you went ahead and you made it into dough and you separate the trumas and misers, you cannot make a bracha over it because it's considered provo- provoking Hashem. I, if Shino is Kona, we should look at this as a new entity. Again, that doesn't matter, even if you look at it as a new entity. But again, you have to understand what the difference between this answer and the answer before is. But here the Gemara says, but you're making a bracha over something that came through an Aveira. To make a bracha over something that came through Aveira, or maybe the mitzvah of Afrasha is through the Aveira. But he calls, this is what he calls a mitzvah of Aveira. He says that there may be only Hossam. Over there we say you cannot do it because Ela Inyan Bracha, Mishum Dehavale Mitzvah Baba Aveira. However, but normally, whether it's considered to be transformative, does it belong to the Goslin now that he made a Sheena? Could be he agrees with it. But therefore, it says, so again, same way as we said before, in the Shita Beshamai, just because it's a carbon and therefore it's got this unique uh, sensitivity. Here too, Lagabe the Bracha, it has a unique sensitivity. You cannot be making a Bracha on something that came through your hands. 
through the Aveira of stealing. Therefore, but you cannot bring this as a raya that in general, what do they hold? That a Shinoi is does not yeah. normally acquire. Could be that normally as Shinoi does yeah. acquire, Shinoi is considered to be a transformative act and is no longer the same item. Let's keep going. Rabbi Shemin Elazar was the one that said, is that if the item uh, either goes up, no, let's say, if it goes up, you can keep it only because of Takkanas HaShoven. But if it went down, he says there you can say to the owner that HaRashel Cholofanecho, so that seemed to say that a Shinui some type of major change in the animal doesn't make it into a new entity and you can tell him you have to take it. He says maybe over there is because the type of change we're talking about, okay, so the animal lost 50 pounds, but that's not something that can't be reversed, right? Feed the animal well, it'll get back to where it was. So maybe that type of, because that's where you can say because it wasn't a permanent Shinoi. It's not talking about that you went and chopped off one of its legs or something. It's talking about that what you did was you went and you caused a, 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 a there was a devaluation in the animal that is something that can be reversed and that's why you could say to the person what? You can say to the owner but if it's a change there's a permanent change that cannot be reversed then the shino be and you won't be able to say to him so therefore like this he says we're talking about some type of it became devaluated through the fact that it lost a lot of weight because that is a reversible uh, that's a reversible what's the word I'm looking for activity it's a, something that, it, that is, it, it could be reversed, the, the, the process, the reversible process. But at Khan, okay, let's keep going. That kind of again, in the case of the Peya, right? So there we had a, the proof was that he holds that even if it's ready became made into a bread or it's a batter, you still have to give a portion of the Peya. Now, that's a huge Shinoi. So why is over there, so what's the Raya? He says that actually the, the din is like this. He says, that's a special law, the Gabe Peya. We have two psukim in the Torah that says you have to leave the Peya to the Ani. Now, why does the Torah have to repeat itself? One puzzle tells you have to leave the Ani to the Peya, in the Tazov, the Ani Tazov. Why do they have to say it twice? So maybe Rabbi Shmuel holds the fact that the Torah repeats it is to tell me that even if it's changed its form, you still have to leave it for him. Now, so therefore, so it's not because he doesn't hold that a shinui is a, doesn't, doesn't transform the item to a new entity. But it's a special din, specifically legabe peya. Because it says an extra time, it says tazov. It says twice tazov. And therefore, that's maybe why you have to leave it even if it changes form. Now, you're going to ask me, all the Londonim in the shir now, I, why don't you give them leaders to the Torah and dresses by hand? Is there something called a binyanam? Now, what is a binyanam? If the Torah says it in one place, then let's learn for everywhere that if a she it tells it to you by an ani, by the uh, payer. But what do you see over there? Shinoid is not effective to make it into a new entity and you still have to give the payer. So let's use that as the prototype now in all areas of our locha and we should be able to deduce that what? 
Then you can't apply to it. It's not like a Xero Shav. Xero you can't ask, oh, but this is different than that, because that's ordained that that's how you have to learn it. But here you're using your own logic. You're making a binyanav, is, someone says like this, is that matanas matnas aniyim shani. You can hear that gifts to the aniyim are different. So maybe it would come out that yes, the most you can learn out all gifts to aniyim, Shinui doesn't take away from the gift. But in other areas, though, when it's not a gift to an ani, a zela, ganeva, a brocha, all those areas, you don't have a right to say that the shinui doesn't acquire, unless you have another swara to say. But in those areas, you would have to say the shinui does acquire. So therefore, say, say, the, is the extra tazo only is limited to matnas aniyam, doesn't work everywhere else. Kedeboy Rabbi Yonas, and what it brings down that actually the Rabbi Yonasin himself had the same shaiva. The boy Rabbi Yonas, and what Rabbi Yonasin asked, he said like this, my time Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel who says that you still have to take the pay even if it's been made into a batter, you still have to give the pay. What's his reasoning? Is it because universally he holds that a shinoi does not change the original item to become a new item and therefore you still have to take the pay? Now, if that's the case, it would hold every way he would have to hold that. Oh dear, Ma, perhaps, maybe, but Alma Kasavra Shinakona. Normally, he does hold, like we've been learning in Baba Kama the last, in seventh barrack and the ninth barrack, is a Shinui does transform, and the Goslin now becomes his item, and he doesn't have to give it back to the owner, and a Shinui works. It's just a special din in Matna Saniyam, Bisham Dechsiv Tazo, because by the Peya it says Tazo Yaseira, an extra time it says the word Tazo to tell me that the Shinui doesn't take it away from the Oni, but it's limited to the case of Matna Saniyam. It doesn't apply to everywhere else. Everywhere else you hold Shinui is Kona. So that's what Rabbi Yonason asked the Shiloh. Is it because he generally holds Shinui doesn't work? Or is it specifically here it doesn't work by the Oni because it says Azov, it says Tazov, you have to leave it twice. It says Tazov twice. Now, what's the point? The point we're saying is, and he added as a Shiloh, what, what, uh, who is it over here, Rova? What Rova's suggesting is that you cannot bring me a Raya from any of these guys, including this Rabbi Yishmol, that he all Shinu doesn't work. Shinu usually does work, does acquire, does transform it into a new item. There's just a special din, Legabe Peya, since it's Matnus Anim, and it says the word Tazov twice, that's why it doesn't work over there. Now, continuing with the Shaila, this is really continuing in Rabbi Yonason. Rabbi Yonason started off saying is like this, why does Rabbi Yishmol say you have to take Peya from the batter? Either because he holds Shinu doesn't work, Shinu is not Konan, right? Or because it says Tazov twice. Now, if you go with the first side of the Shiloh, it's because normally Shinu doesn't work, right? Tazov, you say, because of Rahman then you're going to have to explain then how come it says Tazov twice? 
by Ani. Because if you're not using the t- second Tazo to teach me in this case, the Shinu doesn't work. Because in all cases, the Shinu doesn't work. Then you have to explain why you have to say Tazo a second time in the Shita of Rabbi Yishmol. And even in the Rabbanon, the Rabbanon disagree. And that side that we're saying that he doesn't hold the Shinu works. The Chachamim, obviously, we just said before, hold that Shinu does work. Well, if Shinu does work, Right, and they actually disagree with him, and they hold they only the Tanakama, really the Tanakama of the Bryce that we brought down with Rabbi Shmuel. They hold you only have to give the paya up to the point, even after he cut it and he piled it, and even after he smoothed it. But they did not hold it had to be given once it's been made into a batter, right? So they held it once it's been made into a batter, then it's already a shinui's kona, and you don't have to give the ani can't can't demand it anymore. So according to them, what is the extra tazov? So either, according to Rabbi Yishmael himself, what's the Tazov for? If normally he holds a shini, doesn't work. So why do you need Tazov? And even according to Rachamim, who disagree with him, they hold even in the case of, of, of Peah, the shini doesn't work. So then, Lechora, I mean, I mean, in the case of Peah, the shini does work. I'm sorry. Oh, then the shini does work because you don't have to give it once it's been made into a batter. So then why do you need the extra Tazov? All right? So what do you need it for? Again, I think we've had this before. The Gemara says like this, is we need it for a specific din. We had it on Chavches. We had it in Masech Nazdarim also. What is, what, 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 what is the, the din? The din is like this. Is that sometimes you have people that look for loopholes, right? Taxes. You want to get a tax loophole. So there is a tax loophole that people would try and do for the laws of Matnas Aniyim and the laws of Trumas and Maestras. Now, what is the loophole that they might do? Is that if you make something, if, if something is Hefker, not if you make it, if something is Hefker, there is no obligation on taking Trumas and Maestras from something that is Hefker or giving Matnas Aniyim for something that's Hefker. All right? I don't know today, and in taxes, if you find $1,000 on the floor, I don't know, do you have to give taxes on it? I don't have to give taxes on it. But that would be the same type of halacha, is that you, it's, it's not income, right? If it's income, like, I mean, a gift, right? A gift, you don't have to take income tax on a gift, I believe. I'm not sure if that's true or not. All right. But anyway, the point is like this. So what does the chacham do? The chacham says, you know what? I want to be made, I want to make my items, I have my vineyard. I want to make my vineyard, my vineyard have all these halachas I have to give to the Aniyam. I got to give them peret, the straggler, the single graves, the ololos, those, those clusters that have not come in. There, there's all of these mountains Aniyam. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pick a time when I know there are not people walking around my field and I'm going to make it hefker. And then I'm going to come back and I'm going to be the guy who reclaims it. And by doing so, then what? I've cut out all of the laws of... Uh, of Matnas Aniyim, and I've cut out all the laws of Trumas and Maishas. So what does he do right before he goes to bed? Because he knows who's coming overnight. I'm going to make an announcement in front of, I need to have, let's say, three people there. I've got three people I trust because with Maishas, because you have a problem. Because that loophole... Three guys you know, at that time, right, you can go ahead and, uh, you know, you have to make sure the right people are doing it. It's like when we had this issue with, with the, with the uh, Emic facility, the right, you got the wrong guy that can take and walk away with it. So therefore, the problem is, so therefore, so what happens? So, and they get, he gets up early the next morning when nobody's around, what does he do? Reclaims it. He reclaims it. And now he thinks he's figured out a way to avoid the headaches and the financial 
aspect mm-hmm. of matnasaniyim and trumas and maishas. So let's see. What the one is going to say basically like this, before I read, let's just say, what the one is going to say is it does work for trumas and maishas. All right? You're not going to be on the Lamed Vav Tzadikim list for doing something like this, but it does work. You don't have to give Trumas and Maises because now you've taken it from Hefker. But it doesn't work for Matnasaniyim. Why doesn't it work for Matnasaniyim? Because that's what the extra Tazov is coming to teach me. That even if you try to make it Hefker, you still have to go ahead. That's what the extra Tazov is. But it's gonna, then it has nothing to do with Shinui not being Kona, according, we just gave another, if you don't want to learn that this is teaching me that in this case, the Shinui doesn't work, the Shinui does work. So what is it for? So we just gave, now this is what it's coming for, this particular point. So why it says as follows, let's go right to... What Rabbi Shmuel, then it's still going to be that he holds that you... Where could I just say? So why it says like this. So therefore, so we're going to look at the Sanya. Why do we need it? Either according to the one side in Rabbi Yishmael, or according to the Rachamim who argue with him, you can use it for the following. Hamavker Karmo. Somebody went and made his Kerem Hefker. He renounced ownership. Vehishkim. Now he would do it at night because he wants to make it when no one's there. Vehishkim. And then he gets up early in the morning, Laboyker. Ubotro. And then he himself went and harvested it, meaning he reclaimed the, right? Chayev. He still has to give all the matnas anim. He's chayev and peret. Peret is meaning when you harvest and you see stray grapes, they go to the anim. All the lows. If you see the clusters that are stringy, they did not get like the shoulders going down, tapering to the, to the point. Or if you leave, you forgot a certain amount behind. You, you, you took it and you forgot to take it. And then you, or there's a corner that has to be left in all these cases, that doesn't have to be with vineyards, by the way. Shukran Peya, he's talking about by the grain, right? In all these cases, part, all right, you are Chayev. However, it did have an effect, Legabe, what? Upater minamaiser. Now, what's the point? What is now? How do we know that din? That's a big Kiddush, because of the extra Tazov. But anyway, the point we're saying is right now that you cannot bring me a Raya that Rabbi Shmuel generally does not hold of Shinu. He normally holds Shinu is Kona, but he's going to say in this case it's different. In this case it's different either because he holds, we're saying because of the extra Tazov. That's how we are applying it. The Rabbi Shmuel, the Rabbi Yenison was clearing what if he doesn't hold of the extra Tazov. But what Rabbi is suggesting is he does hold the extra Tazov. He's telling me that by Matnas Aniyim, the Shinu uh, is not effective. Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Amar Shmuel. Now, Comes along Rabbi Yehuda Meshmul. He said the halacha is like Shab Shimon ben Alaza. Now this is a, a thunderbolt statement. Basically, what he's saying is that in the case of uh, when you steal something and there is a value that, that there's something that changes with uh, uh, in, in a huge way in the value of the uh, animal. So then you can still say Haraishal Kha Lefanecha. You can you still can go back and give it to him, even though it's been a huge depreciation, a huge drop in the value of the animal. Now the Gemara wants to know, at this point, at face value, it would seem to be that how Shmuel Paskening concerning the laws of Shinui. That the Shinu doesn't change it because you can give it back to the guy and say, It's your, it stays your animal, it didn't become my animal. 
doesn't. Shinui does not kona. Because if it's kona, then what? Then you wouldn't be allowed to say to the guy, take it back. All right? How could Shmuel say that the halacha follows Rab Shimon ben Elazar? Amar Shmuel. Shmuel said the following thing. Shmuel said like this. The, the, we had this also. What, what, what the case over there is talking about, we had a way back on Yud Allah. What happened is, like, is that what happens if the animal is, dies? Okay? Now, you're not having a bigger shinui than yeah, I stole a live animal and now there's a dead animal. Right? Can I give the carcass back as part of the payment? Right? So Shmuel said like this. Shmuel said, when it comes to a ganev or it comes to a goslin, right? He says, you can only either give back the original animal, right? Or you got to pay cash. But you can't use the carcass to pay back. Now, clearly, why? What must Shmuel hold? The Shinui is acquired. It becomes this, and the thief has to deal with it. Not there. The only time Shmuel says you can use it to pay back with is if it was damages for Nezek. Because Nezek, we see the Torah lets you pay land. The Torah gives you alternatives to cash. So therefore, you can give, as long as you're giving the guy the value of what the item was, you can go ahead and give it. But for thief, you, by the, by gazelle, you cannot do it. Another way of explaining, it tells you discusses over here why there's a difference between Nezek. But the other way, because by a thief, there's a Kenyan Gzelo. When he steals it, he makes a Kenyan in it. So therefore, the Shinoi makes it completely belonging his. But by Nezek, there is no Kenyan. Right? So the change doesn't necessarily... That's one way of understanding, but there could be different ways of explaining it. But the bottom line, you can give it back to him and you can just supplement the rest of the money. But the point is, clearly you see that by theft you cannot do it. Why? Because it became yours. Must be his whole shinu is kona. So if he holds shinu is kona, how could he pass in like a shimon ben alazar that when it goes down significantly in value, you can say, it should have become yours, you cannot give it back to him. That's the most asking the contradiction, okay? So what is it like this? So we don't allow to evaluate the carcass and then use it as part of the payment. Lola Ganav and Lola Gazan. Ganav and Gazan are not allowed to do it. The only one that's allowed to do that is who? Nezakid for uh, damages. Now, says the more like this. If you've been keeping track over here, Rava, if you remember, Rava said all of these opinions cannot be brought as rayas that they hold Shinoi is not Kona. Shinoi is Kona. But Rava learned that the case that you could learn of Shimon Alozo when it drops down, he's talking about drop down in weight. It dropped down in a, in a way that could be, re- process that could be reversed. That's why the Shinoi doesn't make it belong to the Goslin. That's why it could be that, that, that Shmuel Paskins like Rav Shimon ben Elazar, even though Shmuel really holds Shinoi does work, but this is not considered to be a complete Shinoi. Why? We're not talking about something that could be reversed. But that only works for Rava. Abaya, if you remember, Abaya wanted to learn over here. So that Reb Shimon said is that Ben Lazar has makosha. It's so much just that went down and let's say in its weight. The hadar of the universal akasha. So when he said that it's because the shinu bin koma made that the shinu remains the same and it doesn't change its status because it got closer because it went down in value. The hadar because it be reversed. 
Now, not a buy, but Shmuel. But uh, I'm sorry, Kikamer Shmuel, Hassam, and Shmuel over there on Daf Yud Aleph that he said that you cannot use the carcass that's Mashmuel Shmuel is Kona because over there we're talking about the animal died. An animal died is not a reversible. Uh, that's not a reversible uh, evaluation. No, again, but Abaya, but what about Abaya? Abaya did not agree with Rubber's understanding. Abaya actually learned that even in Rav Shimon ben Elazar, we're talking about a situation. He said all of these opinions hold, Shinui doesn't work, which means the Hakosha was talking about a permanent Hakosha. So even in a permanent Hakosha, you could say Arash Labnecha, which means that, that Rav Shimon ben Elazar does not hold of Shinoi. Well, if he holds a Shinoi is not Kona, so you have a problem over here. How could Shmuel Paskin like Rab Shimon and Elazar and at the same time hold that you cannot use the carcass to give back to the person? So Amarki, the Amarki, they're talking about Kosha is the law hunter. He learned talking about even a, a, a non reversible event. So therefore, Michael, how are you going to explain it? So Abaya Matni Hachi, Abaya learned. That what Rabbi Yehuda Amar Shmuel said was different than the way we had it. We had it that Rabbi Shmuel Bar Yehuda, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yehuda Amar Shmuel said the halacha is of Shimon Alazar, which created a problem. Rav, it's not a problem because there it's a reversible event, and he was talking about when it's not a reversible event. But according to Abayah, who learns that both non-reversible events, so how can you say it? He says what what the, what the teaching was is follows. Amru, there were people that said that halacha is of Shimon Alazar, but v'lei loisvirulei. But Shmuel himself does not agree with them. Now, if you have that version of what was said, then you have no problem. It works out. Shmuel doesn't agree that the halacha falls on Shmuel and Elazar. Because according to Abai, at least, Shmuel and Elazar is holding Shinu doesn't work. But according to Shmuel, Shinu does work. So those who said the halacha is like Rabbi Shimon Elazar, Shmuel disagreed with them because he held the halacha was not like them. If it's a non-reversible event, then the item cannot be used to repay with to the uh, to the owner. All right, let's go on. Rabbi Yechonon. Chiba Abba said in the name of Rabbi Yechonon also a very interesting thing. He said Dvar Torah Gzeila Hanishtanis Choseres that in Minat Torah that even if it was a Gzeila an object of theft that had a transformation that changed, you still have to give it Choseres Be'ena. You give it back the way it is. Now, what does that seem to hold? That it doesn't come. That, that according to Rabbi Abra, in Eretz Yisrael, Rabbi Yochanan Paskin, Shinu is not Kona. Because if the Shinu was Kona, then, then it belongs to... The thief. And the thief would not, even if he wants to, would not be able to give it back to the right. Now, and, and, and the interesting, the drusha is exactly opposite what we learned before. Because we learned yesterday that the Pazik says, V'heshev is Akzeila, Sher Gozal. V'heshev is Akzeila, but Asher Gozal has to be the way it was when it was stolen. He learns exactly the opposite. He should Nemar, V'heshev is Akzeila, Asher Gozal. Asher Gozal, Mikomakom. No matter how it looks right now, if it's the item that was stolen, you give it back no matter how it looks. And from there, you actually come out with and derive the exact opposite message. What's the opposite message? No matter how it looks... Doesn't that shinu does not work. The shinu makom amet is it remains in its place, right? It still belongs to the the, the owner. Now im tom Mishnah say Now you're going to ask me. Yisrael is going to say, what about our Mishnah? What did our Mishnah say? <coughs> you stole wood and you made it into vessels. You don't listen. Yeah. You don't have to. You don't give back. You don't give it back. Lachora, how's he going to argue with the Mishnah? Right. 
That's Mishum Takonos Hashavim. Means really, you should have been able to, you should have been required to give it back. But because of the, let the guy do tshuva, they don't make him have to give it back. That's how you can get out of it. All right? Now, it says it more like this. Is that really the position of Rabbi Yochanan? Because now we're saying a huge thing. We're saying Rabbi Yochanan holds that Shinui is not Kona, right? Now, we know throughout Shas, at least according to its Machlok, is whether Rabbi Yochanan actually holds it, but according to the way the Gemara is understanding right now, Rabbi Yochanan holds that whenever Rabbi Yochanan redacted a Mishnah and left it anonymous, what does that teach me? Halacha. That's halacha. All right. The problem we're going to have, we just said yesterday, Mishnah Chulin, that if a if if if, uh, if a farmer she- uh, sheared his uh, his animal, all right, and he dyed the fleece, he does not have to give it to a kohen. Now that's a stam Mishnah. Now what does that imply? What does that take? You fleece it. You you dye the fleece. You don't have to give it. That's Mashino is Kona. So, and that's a Stam Mishnah. So how can Rabbi Yochanan, Yochanan rule now that a Shinoi is not Kona, right? If there clearly a Stam Mishnah that holds a Shinoi is Kona. And Rabbi Yochanan has to pass him like a Stam Mishnah. That's his rule. But Hamar Rabbi Yochanan says him like this. Me, Hamar Rabbi Yochanan, Achi, Hamar Rabbi Yochanan, I love the Stam Mishnah. Throughout Shas, we know Rabbi Yochanan's Shita is that Aloha follows an, an, an anonymous Mishnah. But not, and we have a Mishnah that is in Masechus Chulin. Lo hispik litnai, if he did not yet give it to the Kohen. Ad Shetzavah, before he died it, Potter, what does Potter mean? He does not need to... He's exempt from giving it to the Kohen. Why? Why is he exempt from giving it to the Kohen? Because it's not the same item anymore. The Shinoi transformed into becoming a different item. It's not, it's not the Kohen's anymore. So So a certain person from the Rabbonon, and his name was Rabbi Yaakov, said, I was around when Rabbi Yochanan explained his position. And what is Rabbi Yochanan's position? The case in our Mishnah is not talking about stam. We had a sheet like this yesterday. It's not talking about you stole wood and you planed it and you made it into a closet. You went and stole wood that had already been planed. For us and Caleb, and you went and made it into a closet. You know what kind of a shinui that is? That's a reversible. That is a reversible shinui. And that's also when Rabbi Yochanan was bringing the Pasuk that says that maybe it's an asmachta, I'm not sure. But that's the kind of gzela you still have to give back when it is a reversible situation. But he agrees, though, that if it is a non-reversible... Then it does come. What's that? It's non-reversible. So therefore, in our Mishnah, it says you don't have to give it back. And why does he only say because it's Takanas HaShavim? Because actually it was a reversible situation. Because right. you stole the, uh, the, 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 the plain right. stuff. And you could have pulled out the... the, the okay. We could have pulled out again, but we don't make you do it. That's because it's Takanas HaShavim. And also, in the way he darshans the Pasuk, he's talking about where it's reversible. The case in Chulin, he holds the dime. It was indigo, whatever the, the case over there was. It's not a reversible situation. And in such a case, then Shino is Kona. He would agree that Shino is Kona. For us, because that is a shino in the case of the mission, in the case of the way he's dodging the posseg, maybe it's asmachta, is a shino that could be reversed. In such a case, the shino is not kona. And uh, only when there's a takonas shavim do we let you go ahead and keep it. But if there's not takonas shavim in such a then you then you would have to give it back. Tan Rabban will learn in a brisa. 
Agazlonim, thieves. Malvibiribis, and people that lend money with ribis. Now, these are people who are sitting on a lot of illegitimate, illegal money, right? Thieves and people that lend with ribis. Okay? Shev Ziru, they want to do tshuva, all right? Guy's about to, he's, he's, he's 80 years old, and you know, they're knocking on, 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 on the door, and so he says, listen, I got to do tshuva. Now, the problem over here is that this guy, he has to go back now, the last 50 years that he's been ripping people off, right? What are the chances that he's going to want to do tshuva under the circumstance? Not high. So therefore, ain mekablin mehem, that even if they come to you and they say, I want to give back my money, the stolen property, I want to give, the halacha is, is that thank you, but keep it. Thank you, but keep it. If I'm a cabal man, and if somebody does decide, oh, you know what, I'll take it. I'll take it. You ripped me off 25 years ago. I lost 10 grand. I don't mind taking 10 grand from you right now. The spirit of the Chachamim do not rest well with this guy. They do not agree with this situation. Why? So the reason is because it would dissuade people from doing tshuva. We want to encourage people from doing tshuva. It's unbelievable. So what it says, why? Why did they make such a takona? Right? This mission was taught in the day of Rebbe. This, this Takana was established in the days of Rebbe. There was a story with a certain individual. He woke up one day and wanted to do tshuva. So his wife said, Reka, fool. If you go to the tshuva, even the belt that you're wearing is not going to be yours. You're going to even, even you're not going to have to hold up your pants. You're going to have to give back the belt. So what are you going to go do tshuva? And he desisted and he did not do tshuva. Came along, therefore, Rebbe in his base in at that time made a takana, that make it easier for them. If somebody does take the money from them, the Chachamim are not satisfied with the behavior of that individual. He should have not. So, anyway, that's the koach because we want to allow people to do tshuva. Not in preventing, it's, it's allowing. It means you can do tshuva without even having to give back the item. We'll see. Yeah, that's what it's saying. You can do tshuva. I mean, we want to. We want to encourage people to do tshuva. He's saying that the guy who does tshuva, he, he would he would give it back. He shouldn't take it back. The guy. The, the, the guy. Money. No, I, yeah, yeah. I appreciate the guy who was ripped off, the victim, the right? Victim. You, now we'll see exactly. It's the not talking about. It's not talking about a situation. It's not talking about a situation where I five minutes ago stole something for you. It's a guy that wants to do tshuva for the last twenty five years, right? No problem. He stole however many years ago, and now he wants to do tshuva. And now he's coming to give the money back. And let's say he made other money along the way that he can afford to give the money back that he stole. Yeah, now so you're supposed to say, no, I don't want the money no, back. No, because not everybody made money along the way. And not anybody's going to be willing to. If he knows he has to go back and give 50 people, not just one person, 50 people he has to return. This guy's been doing it his whole life. We're not talking about a one-time occurrence. We're talking about somebody that would have... A perennial thief. A perennial yeah, thief. Yeah. A perennial Malva Baribis, right? So in one case, we shouldn't... I know, I guess there is a, I mean, we're not undoing the innovation of Exhale Asher Gozal. We're talking about a situation where somebody wants to do tshuva because this is life has been like this, all right? So, Mason has the following question. Let's say father dies and the children now, they've got a million dollars in the bank and they know where did this million dollars come from? Stole it. It was Ribis money, right? 
They don't have to give it back. Now, what's the implication that is made over here? The children don't have to give it back. What is the mashma about the father? The father would have to. That's that contradiction, what we said before. What it says, In who the Lord, but the father is so Moses says, no, that's not what it means over here. But Dinu, actually the halacha would be that Aviyam Nami Chayav so the father also has to give it back. All right? Well, I'm sorry, the father also does not have to give it back. Like we said, the Takana, Eina Chayav Lahavzir. Why are we talking about the children? If the father also doesn't have to give it back, why the children? Because the second half of that brisa is important, and the second half of the brisa discusses specifically children. That's why the first half of the brisa discusses the children. What are the second brisa that says? Let's say the father left let some left something specific item, a cow, a, a garment, something that's clearly identifiable as the item of the the illegal activity. He took this for the ribbis. Because everybody knows if they see the children walking around in that car, they see the driving around that car, they see the they know that, that they're going to tie that directly to, to the illegal activity, then they have an obligation to give it back. Why? Because of the covet of the father. So they were like this. Mean cash, where you have no way to tie it one way or the other, they're not mechuyiv to give back. But the item itself, an item itself that's directly attributed to the illegal activity, they should give back because of the covenant of their father. Now that halacha we could only talk about with the children. That's why, so Tana Reisha, that's why in the Reisha also, I mean, did he do it, talks about them, and therefore it doesn't mean that the father doesn't, doesn't, has to give it back. The father also doesn't have to give it back. So why are we talking about the children? Because it, 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 it aligns it with the second half of the Brisa. Frek the Gemara like this. Why do you have to give cover to the father? Father's been a Ghana, a Gazan, a Malva, a Ribbis. Why are the children of to do something for the cover of their father? All right? Why don't we apply over here? The positive is, you're not allowed to curse a Nasi in your nation. What do you mean in your nation? It means he has to act like one of your nation. He has to act like one of the people. If he acts appropriately, then you're not allowed to disparage him. But if he doesn't act appropriately, the mitzvah to disparage him. So too, the chayra kibud avaim. I'm not the pasuk ma'alach over here. The kibud avaim. The chayra, you should only have an off to do something for the covet of their father. If the father was acting like a mensch, but if the father, I now I have to go ahead in his memory make something the cover is covered if he didn't, they was not acting appropriately. The Moses is like this. I understood actually more because doing something that actually embarrasses him actually helps him. Because what happens if he's embarrassed, takes off a couple of years from, Gane- from Gehenna. Yeah. Like, so therefore, don't do something with his covenant. Do something against his covenant over here. It's like we have like, Chizkiyo dragged his father on a bed of, uh, so therefore, Chayra, only he's doing what you need to be doing. Like Rapinchas answered somewhere else. We're talking about that he did Shuba before he died. Because you also Shuba. So Achanam, we apply the same reason of your also Shuba. Says what if he did Shuba, then why does they have all this gazela in their hands? If he did Shuba, then what should have happened to all these items and all the money? Right, you're being given back. He also tshuva. So my boy got there. Why is it? So why is he boy leduri? He wanted to give it back, but shaloyis big lahav. He boy leduri should have given it back. So when he says shaloyis big lahav ziri hachemes, he died before he was able to give it back. Anyway, but the point we're saying right now, someone who's been a perennial malva beribis or perennial god of a goslin, guy wants to do tshuva. You let him do tshuva, even if he doesn't give it back. And if he tries to give it back, 
You know, you say I can't take it from you. Tashma, come and listen. Even if they collected, or they, uh, you give it back. So Moses says like this. One second, what does that mean? Let's just understand. And I understand uh, the first part of it is that if Malve Baribis, if they even though they collected the ribis, they should give back the ribis. That's what it means. But by Goslin, what does it mean? Even though if they took the Xela, then they're Goslin. If they didn't take the Xela, then they're not a Goslin. So we mean even if they, they collected, they should give it back. What, what is, how does the word collecting and give it back apply to a Goslin? I understand how it applies by ribis, but I don't understand how it applies by Goslin. What does it mean they collected, they should give it back? E gozel, by the gazlonim, right? Uh, what does that mean? If they stole, then they stole it. And, and then they have to give it back. But if they haven't stolen it, stolen it then they shouldn't look, then look, then they look gozel, then they're not, they're not called gazlonim. So again, the Bible says like this, is that if a person is a gazlon or memalva ribis, if they collected it, they should give it back. Now that makes sense by ribis. If, even though they took the ribis, they should give back the ribis. Doesn't make sense by Goslin. Because if they took the Xela, they're Goslonim. They didn't take the Xela, they're not Goslonim. Ela Ema Magzirin, Ela Ema Ribis. Means it's not two different categories. Those people that have, illi- uh, have illegal gains. Goslonim, how are they Goslonim? They were Goslonim through lending the ribis, even though they took the, they already collected the ribis. They still have to give it back. So but now it's a question. Because now it's saying clearly that somebody who collected the ribis has to give it back. And what did we just say before? Don't take it. Don't take it. So I'm going to say it like this. Unbelievable thing. Amri, Magzirin, They have to give it back. But you should say, don't give it back. If they don't have to give it, why, then why should they give it back? So, because they have to show in Shemayim that they wanted to give it back. All right, do we stop over here? Yeah. All right, we'll stop over here.